creeps. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jess. And this is That's Abandoned. Wink. Double wink. Little's here too. There's Little. Hi, Little. She's like, oh, you're talking again. I'm going to come over here. Um, Oh, she's starting to get a fat pouch. It's very cute. It's like her mom. (laughs) Yeah, but why do the, why do, like, why do girls get that? I feel like girls. It's a spay belly. So Kiel always calls it spay belly. Yeah, they go. Like, I was going to say, because Bodie definitely doesn't have one of those. No, Gizmo doesn't have one. He's just fat all around. Huh. He's just a fat mast. Okay. Bodie was getting a little chubby, and now he's been adventuring again, so he's thinning out again. Gizmo is just fat. Yeah. He doesn't adventure at Where all. Where is he? He's hiding from you. <laughs> he hides from everyone. He especially me. Especially you. Okay, so this week is an interesting one because it's not actually about an abandoned place. Well, then it's bullshit. It's not because I'll tell you why. Tell me why. So this one is actually about a, a little bit of history that is important because you had t- said something during the Letchworth Village episode um, about like sterilizing people or something like that. Look, my tattoo is just peeling. Anyway, <laughs> you'd said something about, like, the... Sterilizing. Yeah. So, sterilizing or killing people or something like that. Um, I don't know. Is sterilizing, like, making them not be able to produce? Yes. The, um... Not, like, in a serious way. You were like, oh, well, why don't they just do this? Maybe. Ha, ha, ha. So, this episode is about eugenics. It sounds like a medication. It is not. <laughs> so, by eugenics, I found, side effects are... I found all of this information on Wikipedia and also some of it from my knowledge of uh, psychology. <laughs> so, yeah, some of it I learned in college. <laughs> so eugenics is a set of beliefs... Your mom's going to work it, walk in here and be like, what the fuck? She is. She hasn't pulled in yet. Oh, wait. Is that her? No. Okay. Um, eugenics is a set of beliefs that aim to improve the human population, usually by excluding people in groups judged to be inferior. The word eugenics means good stock. So, like, like Hitler's, like, ideal person. Exactly. Yeah. So, selective breeding can be traced back to 400... Selective breeding? Yeah. It can be traced back to 400 BC, and Plato talked about it. Yes. So. <clears throat> what? Eugenics was found, like, all over the world, but I'm mostly going to talk about what happened in the United States. And there's oh, yeah. way more information than this, but it was, it would be a day's long So podcast. maybe this one will be more than a half hour. Uh, I don't know. I can't make any guarantees. Yeah. Well. So this is important for what we're doing because it goes into, like, you know, there are a lot of abandoned asylums and mental hospitals. Yeah, my next and, one is actually one of those. Yeah, this all talks about that. Okay. Um, and then we're also going to do an, uh, an episode on deinstitutionalization because that also has to do with why there are so many abandoned mental hospitals. So, okay. Now my mom's pulling in. Advocates of eugenics in the 19th century said it was a way to improve the population and used methods such as forced sterilization to make sure that certain groups of people did not breed. Were these all rich white men that decided this? Probably. Yeah. I'd go with yes. Yeah. All right. 
<clears throat> usually included in the uh, group of, that they considered inferior were people with mental or physical disabilities and people with low IQ, criminals, deviants, and minority groups. So, uh, you know, real shitty. Your mommy home. Your mommy home. Oh, really? Hitler ascribed to the eugenics movement, which essentially led to the Holocaust. Because his... Okay, so I nailed that one on the head. Right, yeah. He was selecting the best breed of people. Which, by the way, (laughs) I would have made it. That's true, because you had blonde hair. Yeah. And blue eyes. My natural color is not this. Right. I would not have made it, because I have green eyes. Yeah. Which I think are better than blue, but whatever. Don't grow sea witch hair. That's true. Doesn't it look sea witch colors? It does, because it's like dark My, and then well, last blue and teal ni- and green a little last bit. Last night at the gym, I had just taken my hair out of, out of a braid, so it was all like that crimpy, and it was like on the top of my head, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be Ursula for <laughs> You should be. Yeah. Um, okay, so eugenics is usually associated with scientific racism and white supremacy. Since the 80s and 90s, 1980s and 1990s, Assisted reproductive, re, what? No, I'm listening to you and making a face like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so since the 1980s and 1990s, assisted reproductive technology procedures have essentially become the new eugenics, with people being able to choose the sex and characteristics of their child. Yes! Yes. Do you remember, I don't want to say the name, but. Who? At, at, at our, where we used to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! With the man bag? Yes. They, their second child, they did that. Yeah, that's not cool, I no. think. That's so weird. Right? And why would you spend that money? I know. Well, I mean, she could just blow it wherever. Right. So Sir Francis Galton was the proponent of modern-day eugenics. He's the one who really brought it into, like... The forefront? Yeah. I don't know what he was knighted for, why he's a sir, but... I mean, Sir Elton John, too. Yeah, but he's probably way more worthy than this fucking guy. I I would be worthy. So, he read his cousin's book. Charles Darwin was his cousin. I have a question. Yes. What is the equivalent of a sir to a girl? A lady? Dame. Dame. Yes. So, Galton read Charles Darwin's book, Origin of the Species... And decided that human societies protected the weak, which was causing society to be, as he called it, mediocre. Um, He wrote an article in 1865 called Hereditary Talent and Character, where he talked about how uh, we needed to get rid of weakness in our culture and society. And then in 1869, he followed it up with a book called Hereditary Genius. He made the claim that less intelligent people were more fertile and that than more intelligent people. And that's why they had more babies. <laughs> Never mind, like, education and whatnot. They just <laughs> were more fertile. <laughs> I feel like that, that actually is a really good point. What? It does seem that way. It does. I was going to say, I know a few people that might prove his point. I know, but I don't, I don't, I mean, now that's definitely, it's not really true. It's just that, um, people who are really poor just don't get birth control or they haven't had the education to find out that birth control is important. Or they're taking over the system and being like, let me just pop out more kids because I get more money. That's true. That does happen too. Um, okay. So in 1908, he wrote a book called Memories of My Life. 
I don't want to read that shit. No, and he stated that the study of agencies under social control that may improve or impair the racial qualities of future generations, either physically or mentally. That was the definition of eugenics that he used. Okay. He had decided on that definition with someone else, but what he had really wanted to write was... The science which deals with all influences that improve the inborn qualities of a race. Okay. So, uh, not nearly as candy-coated. Yeah. Um, there ain't no sugar in that one. Yeah. It eventually led to human selective reproduction in order, order to create children with desirable traits, which is what we were just saying. Like yeah. Being able to choose what your kid Eye is. Eye color. Yeah. Like, that's so bizarre. Hair color. I mean, I... Would, I wonder what else you could pick, though. Do you know? Like, can you, like, be like, I want them to be between this height and this height? I think if you have a lot of money, you, you can, can get pretty like, specific. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, how is that even possible? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. like, how do they... How? It's crazy to think that they figured that out. Right. What is... Why is that our science? How do they know how to do that, but they don't know how to cure cancer? Because they do know how to cure cancer. It just doesn't make anybody any money. It's all about money. It's all about money. Mm-hmm. So positive eugenics was the increased reproduction by those with advantageous traits. And negative eugenics was the discouragement of reproduction by those with poor traits. This led to sterilization, segregation, and in some cases genocide, like in the Holocaust. So Alexander Graham Bell supported selective breeding before the term eugenics ever got into the, you know, vernacular. He went to Martha's Vineyard and noticed that there was a very large deaf population. Sign language can actually be traced back to Martha's Vineyard. They have their own sign language because it did have a very large deaf population. Martha's Vineyard like the wine place? Yes. Really? I, I don't know what to tell you. I told you you can come up here and nap. Don't. She's, like, angry meowing at me. Yeah. She's going, like... Yeah, she's like, why are you in Tim's spot? That's not where you sit. Um, so, he believed that deaf parents were more likely to produce wait, wait, a deaf wait. child than hearing parents. Why? What? I'm confused about Martha's Vineyard. Did they have, like, their... There's just a lot of deaf people there. Oh, it's not... Yeah, I don't know... I don't know, like, where that originated from. I was going to say, like, like a cultish community no. or something? Well, no, but... But, like, the deaf community is very close because they're the only ones, basically, right. who use their own language. So they tend to be very close. Um, and I think that that's just where everyone kind of congregated to okay. at some point. That makes sense. So that's essentially the deaf community in Martha's Vineyard is really where American Sign Language has its origins. <clears throat> Got it. Um so yeah, so he thought deaf parents were more likely to produce a deaf child than hearing parents because he thought it was hereditary, which is partially true and partially not. Sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Huh. It's one of those things that you just don't really know. Because like it runs on my dad's side of the family. But it generally runs through the males. Hmm. What is your problem? So, she's so annoying. She's just a squeaker. No, that that's <clears throat> not annoying. She's annoying when she does that, and then she like is like, no, touch me though. Yeah, I know. 
So he suggested, Bell suggested that deaf couples should not marry. Okay. Now, mind you, his wife and mother were both deaf. Okay. And he created the telephone, which he, they couldn't even use. <laughs> what a douche. He was a real dick about deafness. <laughs> um, Charles Benedict Davenport conducted studies on mentally ill patients. He studied the heritability of schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and depression. And when he saw that it did run in families, he used that as proof and support for eugenics to try to eradicate those illnesses. In 1907 in Indiana, they became the first state to adopt legislation to allow compulsory or forced sterilization of some people. In 1927 in Virginia, there was a law passed allowing forced sterilization of patients in state mental institutions. Between 1907 and 1963, over 64,000 people were forcibly sterilized under, under eugenics legislation. Cali- will they, will they just do like a hysterectomy? I or guess, a, yeah. Or a vasectomy? Mm-hmm. California had the most sterilizations at over 20,000. In that time span. In that time span. So they had one, essentially one-third of all of the country's forced sterilizations were in California. I didn't want to be in California at that time. No, you didn't. Um, So. So. Another way to deal with trying to get rid of um, undesirable traits was euthanasia. Like putting them to sleep. Like killing them. Yeah. Putting them to sleep. That's what they call euthanasia in the pet world. That's true. Well, they suggested that the uh, best method was to use gas chambers. Oh, fun. Yeah, so Hitler was like, he ran with that idea. He loved it. Doctors found clever ways to euthanize patients because they felt that the United States was just not ready for widely known about euthanasia in gas chambers of human beings. Um... So there was a mental institution in Lincoln, Illinois, that fed their incoming patients milk infected with tuberculosis, which resulted in 30 to 40 percent annual death rates. Other doctors were just neglectful, lethally neglectful. They would just not treat patients for things who they deemed to be unfit. In 1930, film, newspapers, and magazines all claimed that eugenics killings, eugenic killings were mercy killings. Essentially saying that they were doing people a favor by putting them down if they were mentally ill or physically disabled. In 1931, Homeopathic Medicine Association lobbied for the right to euthanize imbeciles and other defectives. So that's real nice. Uh... I'm sure the people that I take care of on a day-to-day basis would have been candidates for euthanasia if this was still a thing. Yeah. People who are perfectly capable of being alive. So, in order to increase support for eugenics and educate the public about raising healthy children, they had better baby contests. At the time, the infant mortality rate was 10%. Better baby contests? Yes. Yes. So at the time, the infant mortality rate was quite high at 10%. It was 100 kids in every 1,000 died. 
Yeah. Um, it started out, the first one had like 78 p uh, kids, um, and, like, enrolled in it to be judged. And... What were they judged on? I don't know, actually. Like their looks? Yeah. So, like, within two years, they had they had to put a cap on the amount of people who could be in it at 1,200 because that's how many babies they wanted. Like, people wanted to put their babies in so bad to be judged. I love judging babies. So somebody actually won this contest. Somebody won the contest, yeah, every year. Here, here we go. What? So better baby contests were judged on... Oh, wait, it doesn't say... Probably just was like an all-around thing. Yeah. Like beauty pageants. Do yeah. Do they have to do a talent? I don't know. <laughs> Do you imagine tiny babies like doing the baton twirl? Hula hooping. Packing a suitcase. <laughs> um, <laughs> so many states limited the entries to white children because, it's you know. better baby. It was in the 1930s and everyone was racist. Um, surprisingly, the NAACP, which is the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, promoted eugenics by having their own better baby contest. So that's surprising to me because eugenics originally said, like, we don't want, like, minorities. Yeah. So, um, they eventually did go, go back and, like, say, like, this is not, we're no longer supporting this. They're like, oops. Yeah. You made a mistake. Um, the first guy to really fight the idea of eugenics was Thomas Hunt Morgan. He said that heritability doesn't always mean that something's going to turn up. He challenged the idea as early as 1915. Um, he did studies regarding recessive traits. Well, I was going to say, even like little people, sometimes two little people have a normal size exactly. person. So he was saying, like, just because you have two ideal human beings doesn't mean that their child is going to be ideal because there's such things as recessive traits. Sometimes you have two ugly people that make really pretty babies. That's true. <laughs> That's usually the case. Yeah. And pretty people make ugly babies. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is still only 20 minutes. People, well, I mean, sometimes I listen to podcasts that are like an over an hour and I'm like, oh. I know. Sometimes I'm like, now I need to find time to finish this thing. Yeah. My half an hour ride to work, I better listen to something short. Yeah. So people deemed unfit were poor people, prostitutes, mental idiots, <laughs> people with mental illness, people with epilepsy, feeble-mindedness, which is essentially... The only people that I feel like should not procreate are dicks. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I won't say what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can read your mind. Yeah. Um... So feeble-mindedness was one of the traits, which is essentially intellectual disorders. Physical deformities, defectives, or degenerates, which were essentially masturbators. <laughs> we know one of those. I wouldn't have mind having him being euthanized. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it would be a good idea. <laughs> so, uh... They never elaborate on what defectives means. But then, you know, there were, like... I was like, going to say, like, is your, like, a toe thumb? Ew, yeah. Probably don't let those people 
But, like, people who were criminals, and it could even be, like, minor crimes, like, small thefts, they would sterilize them. Speeding tickets. Well, they didn't drive, but yes. Some horses can speed. So fit people were middle or upper class people, particularly middle or upper class women. And upper class women were often denied sterilization and birth control. So if you were an upper class woman, you had to have Tough babies. Shit, you having babies. Yeah, exactly. But if you were a lower class woman, we're gonna cut everything what out. What if and the you can't upper class it. woman had a recessive gene they didn't know about and they gave birth to somebody that fell under their list of wrong babies? Well, then they'd probably they'd be like, "You had an affair." They might. Some. They probably would have done that. Random guy. Because they didn't understand recessive genes at all. Yeah. Or they, I mean, I, I think they did because that one guy was talking about it. But I think maybe they just ignored the fact that there were recessive genes that could cause problems that were unforeseeable. Right. And they just refused to acknowledge that that could happen. And they just thought all women's were prostitutes. Right. Sex workers. But I mean, well, because look at Hitler. He wasn't an Aryan. Prostitute lives matter. So Hitler ascribed to this eugenics movement, and he wanted, like, the Aryan race, right? White people who weren't Jewish, who had blonde hair and blue eyes, but he wasn't that. He was Jewish. Didn't he he have dark eyes? Yeah, he had dark hair and dark eyes. Maybe he wasn't Jewish, but some of the people who... Maybe he really did not like himself. for him was. I think he didn't. He had body dysmorphic So he decided that it was better to just kill everyone. Uh, That's one way to solve a problem. I mean, if I could. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, genetic engineering all happened because of it. In 1978, they had to finally create the U.S. Department of Health, Education, and Welfare, which is now the Department of Health and Human Services, or DHHS, as I know it. Um, They had to outline prohibition sterile... Wait, no. They had to outline a variety of prohibited sterilization practices because in 1978 they finally decided we probably shouldn't be forcibly sterilizing people. They finally realized that in 1978. Yes, it took them that long. So, yeah, I mean, they used to sterilize minors, kids, and just to make sure that there was no chance. What? Yeah. Eugenics was really bad. How come I've never, like, really heard of anything about it? I don't know. I learned about it in psych classes. Well, that stinks. That's my degree. I took a lot of online classes. So that's eugenics. Well, that's like kind of a scratching of the surface of eugenics, essentially. Because eugenics is a lot more than that and um, a lot more fucked up than that. But we are going to do one on deinstitutionalization because that'll tie into all the, the... Abandoned mental hospitals and stuff. Well, I want some ghosts. Well, then I'll have ghosts for you next time. I thought mine was going to have ghosts, but I don't think it does. Well, next time I'll have ghosts. Okay, so anyway. (laughs) If you want to find us on Instagram or Twitter, you can find us at That's Abandoned. If you want to send us an email uh, with any information that you may have about eugenics... Our email is thatsabandoned at gmail.com. I should probably actually check it because I don't think I ever actually do. Nobody sent us shit. That's true. So, there we go. That's that. That's that. 
keep on adventuring and don't be eugenicist. Don't get dead arrested. Wait, what did I say last time? Don't get broken, dead, or arrested. Don't get broken, dead, or arrested. There you go. Bye. Bye.